guys welcome back to another episode of the how to girl podcast as always it's your host it's your girl that's me what's up hello my name is eliana and welcome back to another episode in today's episode we're going to talk about how to realistically pull ourselves out of a depressive episode i think we've all been there i have been there actually myself lately cannot lie to you it's been a theme and i'm tired of feeling like crap i'm tired of feeling like I don't know what my purpose is and I don't know why I'm waking up every day. So if you feel like this too, then keep listening because today we're just going to talk about very tangible and practical things to do. These are things I'm personally doing right now to help pull myself out of the funk. So maybe you'll enjoy them and they'll be helpful to you too. But before we dive into the juicy tea, I would love it so much if you rate the show five stars on whatever streaming platform you were listening to this episode on. I would also love to be friends online. So if y'all want to follow the podcast on TikTok and Instagram, the handle is at the how to girl podcast and your girl runs the accounts avi because who else would be i mean unless i get like a management team which that would be a goal but that's not the point anyways i run the account so let's be friends online okay everybody let's do it let's do the damn thing anyways without further ado let's get into today's episode so long time no talk you guys i can't lie to you i know i know i know i know it's been a minute since i posted on the show It's been about a month and that is super rare for me. I don't think I've ever actually taken this long of a break before from posting episodes and it's really been weighing heavy on my mind. I can't lie to y'all. I've been thinking about this community so much within the last month, but as the episode title shows, I have been in a bit of a rut it's funny, like, I am not somebody who likes to be labeled, all right? It's just a fun fact about me. So I don't really like saying, like, oh, I'm depressed or oh, I'm this X, Y, Z. If other people, like, do that, that's fine and, like, whatever, it's cool to you. But, like, for me personally, I have always felt like it never really served me saying, oh, I'm depressed or oh, I'm, like, X, Y, Z. Like, I totally can acknowledge my feelings, but I don't necessarily want to be a victim to them. Do you know what I'm saying? So anyways, for the last month, I have definitely just been in survival mode, getting by at the very minimum. And I wouldn't have even really told myself or acknowledged that I was quote unquote depressed. I think it's really been more of an acknowledgement within this last two weeks, if I'm being very honest. And you know, in a way, it has been kind of freeing. Like I just said, I don't like labeling myself and I don't really like being a victim to my feelings. But I will say there was something empowering about just saying, you know what, Eliana, I think you're depressed. It's okay. What can we do now? Like, how can we go up from here? Because I don't know if you guys are like this, but for me, whenever I am experiencing depression, I feel like I disengage with life. Like, I'm not present. I'm just kind of going through the motions and I almost feel like I disassociate or I distract myself with things that are numbing, like scrolling on TikTok for hours or binge watching a TV show, which like all of those things are okay to do. But I do think that I am coming to have an awareness for myself whenever I'm in those moods that sometimes it can be some of my coping mechanisms. So if you know, you know. So anyways, with that being said, that's why I wanted to sit down and record this episode today because I feel like a lot of us experience these shifts where we're like having great weeks or great days and then like the next day we wake up and like 
we're depressed as fuck and we have like no idea why. So anyways, I wanted to give y'all some tangible things that you can do whenever you are feeling yourself slip into a depression or maybe you're just in the thick of it or having a bad day and you're like, I just need to get myself out of this funk. So that is what today's episode is about. So without further ado, let's hop right into it. For starters, I think the number one thing you need to do as your foundation to pull yourself out of a depression is to wash your face. It's simple. It sounds easy enough, but honestly, it's a forgotten little self-care practice that I think we forget to do sometimes when we're really down bad. So my advice to you is your first step is just to rinse your face with some water. I know a lot of us are criers. I'm a crier. Okay. I can't help it. I'm a water sign. I'm water dominated. My entire chart is practically water. Okay. So you already know your girl's a cry baby. Okay. I can't help it. So for me, I feel it's important to wash those tear stains off my face and just to revive myself. And I don't know. I just feel like when you just wash your face, it's like a new beginning. Again, could be because I'm a water sign, so I feel connected to water. But I do believe though, just from like a hygiene standpoint, I do believe that that's super beneficial and also will just make you feel a little better about yourself. So wash your face or take a shower. And that also leads me to my second point. When we're really depressed, I know it's hard to just do the basic mundane things like showering or eating or you know, going on a walk, X, Y, Z. So I want to preference that I understand that some of the everyday things can feel so daunting. Like it could feel like there's so much energy that goes into just doing the bare minimum. But I will say, I do believe that those things are the foundation. And even if you're just doing those things for like five minutes, like it's contributing to the overall bigger picture of you improving your mental health. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, wash your face or splash water on your face or take a shower. Okay. That's where we need to start to pull ourselves out of an episode. So call me old fashioned, but I am a pen and paper girly. I love to-do lists. I write them out every single day. I used to be a big fan of using my Google calendar, but I don't know. I think for me, I've just always felt less overwhelmed by just having it all down on paper. So for me, whenever I find myself slipping into a depressive mood or week or whatever, I typically will sit down and I will do this thing called brain dumping. And essentially what it is, is you pull out pen and paper and you set a timer for however long you'd like. For me, I set my timer for 10 minutes and then I will just bullet point anything and everything. And when I mean bullet point, I mean just write out my thoughts. So this could be from something as simple as take the recycling now to something as large as a project I'm working on and the micro steps that are needed to complete it in the middle. You know what I mean? Anyways, so that typically helps just get everything out and on paper where I can see it. And then from there, I can organize it. And for me, I then will take all of my bullet points that are applicable in terms of like tasks I need to complete or people I need to reach back out to or whatever you get it. And then I'll just integrate that into the next following days. So for me, that's typically like my foundation of how I start to pull myself out of the funk. Once I have an idea of the things I need to catch up on or the things I need to do that I missed while I was in my little depressive episode, I then will go outside. And I know that's like so overused that piece of advice, but I mean, when I say go outside is literally just 
walk up and down your street if that's all the energy you have. And I'll tell you why. Because sometimes when we sit in the same places, the energy can become stiff. So if you aren't opening a window, if you aren't getting outside of your house and you're just sitting in the same common environment that you were depressed in, like you're not going to really get out of that energy. So you need to break up that energy in some way. And the easiest way to do that is just to go outside. And I get it. Sometimes you just don't want to take a walk. So if you don't want to take a walk, something else you could do is you could take your trash out. You could go grocery shopping. You could go get coffee. Or another idea is you could go on a drive and listen to your favorite songs with the windows down. doesn't matter. Just get outside, feel the sun on your face and some fresh air for a minimum of five to 10 minutes. And if that's all you can do, you can give yourself a pat on the back and at least say you did that. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, I also want to preference that all of these tips that I'm giving out, it's not necessarily something I do like all in a day, you know? I mean, it depends on the day. If I'm feeling a little bit more manic than usual, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, heck yeah, baby. Like, full on, let's get this from head to toe. I'm going to do everything. I'm going to completely rebrand myself. Depression, never heard of her, not me. But on the days I'm feeling a little bit more mellow or I don't have as much energy, sometimes I'll only do one to two of these things. So I'll give you an example. Last week, bitch, I was going through it. I was going through it. I was so in my feels and I literally like was looking up and I was asking God, I'm like, I don't want to be like this. I really don't. But like, I really just don't have the strength right now to like pull myself out of it. Like I like knew, I like, I knew I need to go do this. I needed, no, I needed to do like X, Y, Z. And I was just like, why don't I have the motivation? Like, I understand like this is coming down to like self will, you know, power, whatever. Like I understand like I was in full control anyways. And the message that came to me was start with practical things and, you know, that's actually kind of what inspired this podcast episode where I decided to write down the things I think that I thought at that time, and I still believe by this, that would help pull me out of the bunk. And it did at least for a day or two. And then I had to repeat it. And you know what? That's just how it be sometimes. So anyways, yeah, just want to preference that. But anyways, let's move on to our next point because this actually kind of weaves into what we were just saying. And so while you're out doing whatever for five to 10 minutes outside. This is also a time where you can sit and reflect on the list you just wrote out or spoke out loud. And from here, you can really start to look at like, what can you eliminate versus what can you find a solution to in order to improve your circumstances or what perspective can you take on, right? Because sometimes there isn't a solution to whatever problem you have, but there is a different perspective and point of view to take on it. And that could maybe in return create new feelings for how you feel about your situation. I don't know, maybe it's the Scorpio in me, but for me, whenever I need to problem solve or find a solution to some of the things I'm going through, I feel like for me, introspection and just sitting in complete silence always does really well. And I say that's a Scorpio thing just because I feel like it's such a Scorpio thing to go like full hermit mode, you know what I'm saying? Anyways, not the point. I really just think sometimes the answers we seek are within us. Like I truly believe that and I've seen that play out in my life before. So yeah, for me, I find the best answers through silence. Some people are different. Some people have to listen to music. Some people 
journal, like whatever fits your vibe. But that for me personally, I just like to take a walk without listening to music or unload my dishwasher without playing a show in the background or anything. Just like things like that. It's not like I'm just like sitting in my room in complete silence and I'm just like waiting, you know, like I am going about my day to day, but instead of just filling it with an external stimulus like music or a podcast or calling a friend or like whatever. Like instead, I'm just focusing on listening to my own thoughts. And then it's nice too, because you're practicing building self-trust with yourself by just listening to, I mean, like I said, your thoughts, your own emotions, how you feel about a situation versus seeking at somebody else's validation or whatever you're seeking. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like this really kind of went off track a little bit, but the point is, the point is, all right, everybody, try to reframe your way of thinking if you can't find a solution to your problem. And by reframe, I mean, just take on a different perspective. Give yourself advice the way you would give your friend advice for your exact situation that you're in. And then maybe you could find some comfort or at least like third person point of view. And then maybe you'll feel like less intense about what you're feeling. I don't know. That could be super specific and niche, but like if that resonates with anybody, then you get it and you understand what I'm saying. So if you know, you know. I also think keeping your living space clean is really good for your mental health. I've noticed that whenever my space is dirty and just feels cluttered, it really does reflect in my mood. And I just feel like I hit almost like a paralysis when it comes to taking action on my day-to-day tasks. Like if they're, if I have to complete these tasks within my home and my space is dirty, like, I don't know, for me, I feel almost like paralyzed. Like I can't move forward until like my space is clean. So some things I do to keep my living space clean, even on the days I'm really going through it, is I, well, okay, I will say it kind of depends on my energy level. So if I'm having like a really tough day or a tough week, then I will try to start small. So I'll just find like one to three mutane tasks that like don't have a, like a lot of like effort to them, like um, unloading my dishwasher or folding a pile of laundry while I watch my favorite show or I don't know, taking out my trash, something like that. And uh, those are just kind of like small wins for me. Now on days I have a little bit more energy or I can feel myself in a position where I could easily snowball into a rut that's like a bitch to get out of, if you know, you know, then I will pick one area of my home and then clean that area. So for example, let's take my bathroom. I just will, you know, maybe sweep my floor, wipe down my counter, take out the trash, like something like that, just to like tidy it up you know just make it make it look make it look nice it's basically like putting on a band-aid <laughs> doesn't necessarily like solve the problem because i feel like if i really was gonna like pull it through i should like just go full out like clean the bathtub toilet mop the floors do the whole nine yards you know but honestly some days i'm just not in that season of life personally personally that is just not where i'm at right now but you know maybe one day i do aspire to be that way like i truly do love like those home organization shows i am that bitch and honestly i love it i really do um humbly of course anyways but yeah just start small if you can and if you have a little bit more energy do a little bit more because i mean why not you have the energy might as well like utilize it why are you feeling that way 
but that also could be like manic behavior so you know take the advice as you will something else i like to do for my mental health whenever i'm feeling low is i like to cook my favorite meal i have been really into cycle syncing my meals And if you're unfamiliar with what cycle syncing is, it's essentially where you are optimizing your diet based on where you are in your 28-day, 30-day cycle. So our cycles are divided up into four phases. We have your peculiar, we have your ovulation, we have a little, and then we have menstrual. And I have this awesome book. It's called In the Flow. And essentially, the whole book is about cycle syncing. And essentially, she teaches women how to optimize their diet, their fitness, their work, their relationships according to our monthly cycle and our infradian rhythm. So it's super cool. It's very informational and it's been life-changing in terms of how planning, eating, working out the whole nine yards. I love this book. Y'all should check it out too. I will be sure to link it in today's episode description. So check it out. Getting back to our point here, eating a nourishing meal, a meal that has a protein, a veggie, a grain, or if you're not even in the mood for that, like you're just like, bitch, I just need to eat because been there too, girly. And you could start smaller and maybe just set a goal to eat one fruit that day or one veggie. And honestly, that's a lot easier. Like you don't have to cook like full on, I don't know, zucchini. So first vegetable that comes to mind, but you could eat like carrot sticks or you could eat like blueberries or something like that. Like it doesn't have to be a lot of effort, especially when you don't have a lot of energy to give. But small things like that and just getting those vitamins that you receive from fruits and veggies does improve your mental health. There's science to back that. And I do believe that part of pulling yourself out of a rut is giving a damn about yourself enough to do things even if you don't really want to do it. Like, I'm not going to lie. If I'm like super depressed, do I want to go eat a carrot stick? Absolutely fucking not. Like, you know, like that sounds stupid. But also there is a part of me that understands that eating vegetables like carrots or like cucumbers cucumbers is a go-to for me like that's providing my body with the nutrients it needs in order to give me the energy that i am searching for although i don't have it and although i can't embody it at that moment like i understand that's the end goal so i like to reframe my way of thinking sometimes because again if i'm really down bad or super depressed like eating veggies and fruits is like not really in the forefront of my brain at the moment but if I were to take a step back and look at things from a larger picture and like ask myself okay like what do I need in moments where I'm like down bad I logically know that eating a meal that provides my body with the essential vitamins it needs is going to help me so anyways that's how I like to think about it sometimes because sometimes you have to parent yourself and that is a bitch sometimes especially when you just want to go back to a simpler time. I understand that feeling all too well, but sometimes being an adult is parenting yourself. And part of that is eating your fruits and veggies as childish as that may sound. Another thing I like to do for my mental health is I like to surround myself with people who are inspiring, who bring me joy, who make me laugh. And I like to celebrate their wins. And I know that may sound a little odd to some people, but hear me out. i believe that we embody the energy of our environment. So the people we hang around, the uh, media that we're consuming, even our living spaces. If it's cluttered, I feel like my mind feels cluttered. If it's disorganized, I feel like my thoughts are shuffled. So for me, if I'm feeling really down, like I want to be reminded that I am around people who embody similar energy that I do. Therefore, 
I am capable of getting back to my energy. I'm capable of returning home to myself. I'm in the right place. I'm hanging around the right people. And I, I don't know, for me, I, I, I feel energized through other people. You know, I, that's just something to know about me. So for me, that works. Like when I celebrate my friends, when I celebrate the wins, when I celebrate other people, like that energizes me and it reminds me that my day is coming. Like those days are coming for me as well. And if you don't have that community yet in your life, turn to something that gives you creative joy or that inspires you or you have a natural interest in. Even if it's just setting a timer for 30 minutes and diving into whatever that is, I do believe that in a way you are signaling to yourself that you care. And I think at the end of the day, like that's what it really is. It's really just telling yourself that you give a shit about yourself. And I have to remind myself of that. Like I literally have to say, Eliana, care about yourself. Like Eliana, give a shit about yourself. Like, and that's harsh because if you've listened to previous episodes of mine, you know, I don't like to talk to myself meanly. And I wouldn't even say that's like super mean. I just saying that's like, again, like sometimes you have to be stern with yourself and hold yourself to a new level of uh, discipline. And sometimes that is, you know, participating in activities that bring you some form of joy or creative freedom. And when I say participating in activities, I don't mean just getting stoned in your bedroom all day. Cause I mean, like low key, we all have been there, but also where is that going to get you? You know, numbing your mind and disassociating and disengaging in life. Like your days are just going to fly by and before you know it, it's going to be like six months later and you're still in the same spot. So I do believe that like gifting yourself 30 minutes to something that gives you some form of joy or creative idea is giving a shit about yourself. And that is beneficial to your overall long-term mental health. So that's just me though. The last thing I like to do for my mental health is I like to practice affirmations. Yes, I'm an affirmations girly. And no, before you click out this episode, hear me out. I'm not saying you have to stand in front of your mirror and be like, I am great. If you want to do that, I also think that's wonderful and beautiful. And mirror work is honestly a great way to improve your overall self-confidence and self-esteem. Not the point though. That's a, that's a topic for a different episode. But what I do like to do is during the first 10 minutes of whenever I first wake up, I simply like to say, today is going to be a good day. And even if it's not necessarily the best day, I'm priming my brain to look for the good in every day. So like the most mundane and basic things, like I can turn that into a joyful moment or see the good in it because I, for I don't even know how long at this point, every morning I'm like, today is going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. And I believe that that also can apply for your mental health. So instead of maybe using that affirmation, you could use a different affirmation like, I am deserving of happiness. I deserve to have a better quality life or like things like that. I have to really think about it like top of my head, but like you can honestly even Google like affirmations for depression. And I'm sure somebody out there has a list you could pull from. And essentially what you're doing by expressing out loud and saying whatever affirmation you're saying out loud is you are training your brain to look for those qualities within yourself and the world around you. And therefore that is going to impact your perspective and how you are seeing yourself and the world around you. And it sounds silly because I feel like modern day society has downplayed the power of affirmations, but in a way you're kind of just participating in brain training. Like you're training yourself to 
see yourself in the world differently. So if you tell yourself all the time that you're depressed or that you're a depressed person or that like nothing's going to help to get you out of your depression, you're just going to dig yourself deeper and you're going to say a victim to your circumstances. And again, like I understand what it's like to feel so bad and to be down really bad. But again, like this is comes down to discipline and and our willpower and motivation is not going to be our friend whenever we're down really bad. So it's up to you to best prepare yourself when you know you are either spiraling into a depression or if you're already there, then making conscious choices for yourself to help pull yourself out of it. It may not be immediate, but if you're doing subtle things, like some of the things we talked about in today's episode, you'll see a change probably within the next week or two if you're consistent with it. Now, that doesn't mean you have to do all of these once a day. It means you could literally do like one to two per day and you'll see your mood and quality of life improve because you are showing up for yourself in a way you need. And I think that's really brave and it's really beautiful. And I just want to say being depressed is not a... We, glor- we glorify it way too much in our culture, especially with the younger generation. And I just believe that, you know, sometimes it really is a chemical imbalance, but sometimes it really just is about the choices you are making in your life. And I know that's a tough pill sometimes to swallow, but like, who's going to tell you, you know, because like some people don't have the guts to tell you that you are your problem. So if you want to stop being your problem, get out of your own way and have discipline and some willpower and give a shit about yourself and I don't know it's just easy you could either stay a victim to your circumstances or you could take small steps to rise above the choice is up to you and with that you guys that concludes another episode thank you so much for listening I know the advice towards the end of the episode was a little harsh was a little stern but you know what if you're not being honest with yourself who's gonna be honest with you you know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta hold yourself accountable. And sometimes you just need a little tough love and come to Jesus moments, all right? We all do. Like I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, I would love it if you rate the show five stars on whatever streaming platform you were listening to this episode on. Feel free to share this episode with a friend, family, coworker, whoever you think might need to hear the, today's message. And if you do, I appreciate you so much. And be sure to follow the show on Instagram and TikTok at the how to grow podcast i would love to be friends online as long as it's not creepy and weird because <laughs> some people are like that these days but not the point anyways you guys thank you again so much for listening and until next week bye guys